guys, my name is Wale and I'm the leader of Imprint Church and I want to thank you so much for tuning into our online service. If this is your first time, please feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Imprint TV, or you can listen to us on Imprint Podcasts. God bless you guys.
Spirit 
Christian life is a partnership between God and the Christian family, the church. God is the source of all things, including our money, and we give back to him in the form of tithes and offerings. This enables the church to undertake the work to which God has called us, extending the kingdom and giving to his name. You can give by a bank transfer or at weareimprint.org give. guys and welcome back to um, our new series Redefining the Church. Last week Pastor Wallace shared with us a very uh, important message regarding um, getting up the mountain ourselves and um, I just basically just wanted to extend that this week by speaking to us about having intimacy with God. First things first, um, you know one thing that I think is so important to to know and understand is how that in the very beginning there was a communion and a fellowship between the Godhead, you know, how that the Father interacted with the Son and, uh, and, and the Spirit of God also, you know, there was fellowship, there was communion within the Godhead. And, and then in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, you will come and um, read how that um, the Godhead sat down and, and, and posed a, a, a thought let us make man in our own image and likeness. And out of that, I wanted to then come and say that you as a man, you as a woman, you are an offspring of fellowship. You are an offspring of, of communion. You are, you are the very product of a, of a fellowship that originally existed between the Godhead and them. Um, you know, so the, so the habitat as your habitat as a man, it is that place of fellowship 
from which you were first conceived. And so man inevitably or, um, um, you know, essentially became the, the, the full um, 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 access point. Man be becomes the access point to God because if, if God wanted to interact with his creation, he would do that through man. Hence why God created, you know, everything that he did. And then he came and said, let us make man in our own image and likeness. And the whole essence of making man in his image and likeness was so that man could be able to tend after the garden, so that man could keep the garden, the Bible says. Now, it's so easy to read that and, and um, not truly be able to identify God's original intention behind that. The essence of God putting man in charge of the garden was so that God would be able to interact with his creation. And so man now becomes the access point to, 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 to creation. Man now becomes God's access point to creation, you see. And, 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 and this concept of man being the effulgence of the divine, we see that in so many places in scripture, how that the Bible says um, from the body of poor handkerchiefs and aprons were taken and they were used to heal the sick and, and you know, cast the, um, the demons out and so forth and so on. And, uh, you know, it's very easy to, to think, well, that was poor. I mean, I'm not able to do that. But actually, you know, it wasn't as if Paul prayed necessarily. You know, this was someone who understood that he he, he carries a divine, a, 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 he, he has divinity within him. And David also comes in the in in book of Psalms and he says, What is man that thou art mindful of him? What is man that thou art mindful of him? And then a few um, verses later, he says, You crowned him with glory. Now, the word glory in that particular verse of scripture is the word kabod. And kabod, what that means is um, the weight and expression of God. In other words, God put himself within man. He put his weight and glory upon man. And I think that's so significant and very important to, 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 to understand. Now, Adam, Adam actually dwelling and ruling from Eden, you know, like I said, was God's way of extending his fellowship and intimacy with his creation. You know, it was his way of extending this fellowship that had pre-existed pre between him and the rest of the Godhead. And, um, and, and by reason of him doing so through man, what that then means for us is that man now be becomes the extension of God. Man becomes the extension of God. Amen. And so if God wanted to interact with his creation, you know, he would actually do that through man. This is, what, you know, the point I've been trying to establish here. How that in the habitat of Eden, you know, the Bible says God walked about in the cool of the day. God walked about in the cool of the day, you know, and, and you read this in Genesis chapter 3 um, from about verse 8 going. But uh, the whole essence of him walking about in the cool of the day was, was so that he could interact with his creation. So, so, so God comes to tabernacle with man in order for him to be able to interact with his creation and um, one thing that I would like to draw to our attention is that, that you know, Lucifer actually, this is what Lucifer um, 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 discovered and was able to identify and 
you know, he saw the extent to which God wanted to interact with his creation. So Lucifer saw this and actually wanted it, wanted to gain it for himself. And, you know, we know how the story goes. He ended up being cast out, out of heaven. But what he understood was how that there, there, there was a means of reclaiming this possibility back to himself. So as long as he, he was able to make man fall. So as long as he was able to, to orchestrate a situation that would take man out of that fellowship. You know, because like I said, you know, God's intention for making man was so that he could, through man, be able to interact with his creation. We're still talking about intimacy. We're still talking about fellowship. Lucifer saw this and, and you know, after he had been cast out of heaven, he wanted to destroy this relationship that mankind had with God because Lucifer was 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 um, um, a very a very crucial um, angel a very crucial angel in heaven he he was he was so close to God he was very close to the throne of God but by reason of his rebellion and disobedience you know he was cast out of heaven and as a result of of all of this he he lost that intimacy so Lucifer lost his intimacy with God and then now he comes and he he discovers that man has now become this, the the very heartbeat of God's original desire to have intimacy and fellowship with his creation now, and I pray that someone is catching on to what I'm saying now so so that's where we're we're at now and he understood it so he comes into the garden and um, you know he 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 by by means of um, of rebellion by means of of deception he causes adam to fall short because he understood that the only way that that you can destroy yourself is through rebellion because he had previously experienced that so adam essentially sells his glory that david speaks about in 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 the book of psalms um he he sells his glory and 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 Lucifer essentially reclaims that glory for himself. You know the dominion mandate. It was exchanged. And um, Adam sells his glory, and this glory I'm referring to actually is how that he walked with God in intimacy. We're talking about, you know, when we talk about man losing um, what God had given to him in the garden of Eden, we're talking about intimacy, that fellowship. That's what man actually lost. And, um, um, so, so another way of expressing this is how that man lost the consciousness of the realm of God and began to operate in a realm of the flesh. Man, man, man came out of that consciousness of the realm of God. And this was further, you know, uh, accentuated when, when God now asked man to depart from the garden of eden because eden happens to be the habitat of god eden happens to be the environment within which god exists it happens to be the space the presence the very presence of god and 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 it is within the presence of god that you have intimacy with him it is in eden that you're able to have intimacy with god everything outside of eden is devoid number one of the life of god uh, because the presence of God is not there. And like I just established, you know, it is in the presence of God. It is when you are within the presence of God that you are able to, to truly have intimacy with God. So man lost this and um, 
it, it was um, essentially escalated even further when he man got banished from from Eden. And so, you know, because because everything outside of Eden is a work of the flesh. You know, you read in Genesis chapter 4, how that when Cain departed from, from, from the presence of the Lord, he went into um, this, this, this land of Nod, the Bible calls it, you know, and he began to build a city. Now, like I said, every single thing outside of God is a manifestation of the flesh. And when you read of, of, of the land of Nod, in the book of Genesis chapter 4, you will discover that it was, it was, um, this is how all the rebellious systems of this world actually began. They all originated from, from something or from an idea and a thought that stemmed forth outside of the presence of God. Amen. So, you know, I just, I just wanted to, to, to bring that, that, that perspective. Now, one thing to understand is that if you take a fish out of water, if you take a fish out of water, that fish will naturally choke and die. If you take a fish out of water, the fish will choke and die. So when man was taken out of the presence of God, what that resulted in was that man became devoid of the life of God. Man became devoid of intimacy and man be began to apply his own human wisdom and the wisdom of this world to, to carry out his purposes. Now, whenever that happens, what that means is you've picked up a, a different form. You've stripped off the old form, the form that God himself gave you, and now you, you, be, you, you begin to operate with a, a different set of garment. This is what happens when, when one comes out of intimacy with God. And this is essentially what happened to to us in the in you know when when we when when adam came outside of the garden of eden so we choose we choose to clothe ourselves we chose i should say to clothe ourselves with fig leaves mm, rather than clothing ourselves with the very presence of god because when god came into the garden you know and he says adam where are you know the bible says they hid and they covered themselves with fig leaves that's what they covered themselves with and it's so, it's so, what, 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 that, what that symbolizes is how man chose to, to, to clothe himself with something else other than the, the, very, the very presence of God. But thanks be to God that Jesus comes and rescues this situation. And so, you know, Jesus comes and into the situation to essentially help us to help take off to help us take off the old form so that we can put back on the new form. And this this happens through the new birth experience. You know, when you become born again, what happens is that your old form comes off and you take on a new form, you know, because the Bible says um, that which is born of flesh is flesh and that which is born of spirit is spirit. And, you know, when 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 you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal saviour, what you essentially did was was to become born of 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 God once again, and God is a spirit. And so, if you are born of God, what that means is you've taken a whole different a whole different um format. So we become born born of the spirit again in John three six, um in Jesus' analogy to Nicodemus, and um, because he was saying to him, "Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God." You know the word see. 
is 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 it translates to experiencing something an ability to experience to become acquainted by experience so what jesus was saying except you be born again of the spirit of god it will be very practically impossible for you to be able to experience the divinity of god again to experience the intimacy that you once had with god hence why it's so important that that one becomes um, born again so and that's what that's what he meant when he said um, um you know except you be born again you cannot see the kingdom of god so because we are now born of the spirit we now we 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 now need to find a way to continue to walk in the spirit amen we now need to continue to find a way to walk in the spirit because it's not enough to just arrive there you must now know how to continue walking in the spirit in order in 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 order to to do this or i mean rather that the aim for us you know so desiring to to understand um um the significance of walking in the spirit is because we want to continue the intimacy we want to 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 enhance the intimacy that we we've now discovered um through our new birth experience so that's the whole purpose of walking in the spirit to continue this newfound intimacy with God once again, and uh, it's actually a very very interesting because you know actually in Genesis chapter three verse eight the Bible says how God walked about in the cool of the day, you know he he walked about in the cool of the day and when you when you when you discover what the cool of the day means or in other translations it would say he he walked about. Um, um, you know, in, in the garden, in the breeze of the day. Now, the word breeze or the word cool of the day is the word ruach. And anytime you hear ruach, it, 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 it primarily um, signifies the spirit, the spirit of God. So in other words, God walked about in the spirit. God walked about in the spirit. Now, I want to flip it the other side and, and, and say something here. The Garden of Eden was a habitat that was full of the presence of God. The Garden of Eden was a place that that existed because the Spirit of God was what was keeping it together. And this was the very place that Adam was. This was the very place that, that Eve was as well. In other words, they, they, they walked in the Spirit in the very beginning. Does anyone understand what I'm saying now? Adam and Eve walked in the spirit in the very beginning. So now that we've rediscovered the, the opportunity to, to, to go back to what we originally had, we would need to understand what it means to continue to walk in or to continue to walk in the spirit. And that's where I'm currently at now. How that you walk in the spirit by making the presence of the Lord um, your, your habitation. The presence of the Lord must become your habitation. This is how you walk in the spirit. You know, and we see this in the book of Genesis. How that Adam and Eve, they were able to fellowship with God by remaining in his presence. So the first thing you, you do in this regard in order to achieve um, this, this possibility is to wait upon the Lord. And this is where my message comes in now. Waiting upon the Lord, you know, is a, a very significant mechanism that God has made available to us in order for us to ascend above our limitations 
and climb up higher in order for us to be able to to have this deep intimacy and fellowship with him. In the book of Isaiah, it says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. You know, and uh, the whole concept of mounting up with wings like eagles is so that you can rise above your limitations and the challenges that are, are you know, that, that you face in, in, in everyday life. Amen. So when we wait upon the Lord, we go beyond our environment. We go above above um you know what 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 has been so fashioned to to bring us down what has ha, has been so fashioned to take us outside of the presence of the lord you know and this is why we wait upon the lord so you know and and is 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 uh, in John chapter 3 verse 13 Jesus uh, the bible speaks about Jesus and he's he makes a statement and the uh, the end of his statement it says um, how that the Son of Man, which is in heaven, so he was, he was, he was drawing an an um, perspective. By the end of his sentence, he makes reference to how the Son of Man, which is in heaven, this was not a figurative statement. This was a a, a statement that he made um, in, in that regard, and um, it's important to understand. That although he was here on earth, he still saw himself as still in heaven. Now the question is, how is he able to do that? How can you be on earth and manage to still be in heaven at the same time? And I know it would be easy for us to just be like, oh, he was God. And um, and um, as a result, God can do whatsoever he likes. But actually, Jesus was, although God, he was also a man like you and I. And I wanted, and, and this is why I'm talking about waiting upon the Lord and climbing up higher. Because it, it is only when you climb up higher, up through the instrumentation of waiting upon the Lord, that you are able to mount up with wing like the eagle and 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 soar far above, you know, the 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 plateaus and the surfaces and the heights that this world tries to present to you. You go above and beyond it when you wait upon the Lord. And we see this in the life of Jesus himself, you know, because actually while he was walking here on earth, essentially he was also walking in the spirit. And the life of Jesus is, so, is, is such a great example. Matthew chapter 7 verse 26, you will, you will read of how Jesus went up the mountain. He went up the mountain. And this is, you know, um, this is where my message would tie in with Pastor Weller's message um, last week. Going up the mountain. When you go up the mountain, you ascend. What you're doing, you you ascend up. You you climb above. You know the the shallow places. You climb above the shallow places. This is how you actually resist temptations of the devil. This is how you resist the the the, the workings of 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 evil. And also, this is how you discover your true identity when you when you ascend and you climb up higher through the instrumentation of waiting upon the Lord. Amen. So the, this is this is the, also the protocol that enables us to take off the old man, because ascending higher and climbing up higher is to is to open yourself up to the possibility of of receiving a a a, a different reality. When you climb up higher, what you're saying is you're leaving behind what you already know and and taking a a new a new garment, a new a new you know configuration. So waiting upon the Lord, in essence, helps us to put off the old man. It helps us to put off the old man. 
and 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 put on the new man you know ephesians chapter 4 verse 23 to 24 you will read about how you know paul is advising us put off the old man you do this in in by 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 waiting upon the lord you do this by starving the flesh and i'm saying that waiting upon the lord is one of the ways that you subdue your soul you subdue the flesh in order for your spirit to yield to the spirit of god and once your spirit yields to the spirit of god what happens is worship is birthed intimacy is produced because it so happens to be that anyone that is 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 truly worshiping god can only do that in spirit and in truth hence why we stop the flesh and ensure that we our souls are subdued in order for our spirit to open up now and yield to the spirit of god so that worship can be birthed and wherever there is worship true worship wherever there is true worship there is intimacy glory be to god and then in ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 paul advises us to be imitators of god and 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 this is his his way of teaching us how to 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 put on the new man how to put on the new man now the reason why he says be imitators of god you know the word imitators is actually the word mimic in in the original rendering and and it translates to mimicking whatever god does and uh, in essence what paul is saying is make it a habit to practice the presence of god make it a habit to to practice the presence of God. Practicing the presence of God, what does that look like? Talking to God, even when you're washing the dishes. Talking to God, even when you're in a shower. Talking to God, when you're going for a walk. Practice his presence. It is through practicing the presence of God that intimacy is truly birthed and established. Paul furthers this on, you know, in his discussion. But, you know, when you wait upon the Lord, what happens actually is you begin to wear Christ. The whole concept of putting on the new man, what that means is you are wearing Christ. You, you, you begin to put on the fragrance of Christ. This is what happens when, when we wait upon, upon the Lord. Now, you begin to carry his fragrance. You begin to, you're changed. You're actually metamorphosed. Like your whole being is completely flipped around. You, you begin to take on a new format. Hallelujah. And so this is when, when people interact with you. In essence, they have actually interacted with Jesus Christ himself. Because by that point, you become an extension of the Godhead. You know, let's not forget how I started this message in the first place. How that in the very beginning, the reason for, 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 for man and the reason for God making man was so that God can become an extension of 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 the godhead god i mean so that man could become an extension of the godhead and by reason of making man god god will be able to interact with his creation through man and so here we have it where you've starved the flesh you've put off the old man and you are now putting on the new man by practicing the presence of of the lord which I've given you some few examples. You're putting on the new man by waiting upon the Lord. And, and all of these things, the summation of all of these things is to, to enable you to be able to rise above, to be able to rise above the limitations of this lifetime. And so this is essentially, this is essentially what, 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 what happens here. Now, 1 John chapter 1, you know, John is speaking and it says, that which we have handled, we bring to you. 
You know, it, it takes you to have so interacted with the very life of God through intimacy. And it will be, it will, it will, it will be by reason of your oneness with, with what you have interacted that you can even have a message to preach to anyone. That you can be, even be able to go and be a blessing to the world around you. So that's what John was saying. So if you touch John, essentially you've touched Jesus Christ. That's what he was essentially saying. I've so interacted with him through oneness and through intimacy that now when you see me, you see Christ. That's where men like Paul be able to come and say, um, imitate, imitate me as I, I imitate Christ because he now sees himself as an extension of the Godhead. Hallelujah. Now, so like I said, this is when, when where, what, what causes others to fall is what causes you to weep because you've, you have a different mindset. The mind of Christ is now richly dwelling in you. You know, there's such power in intimacy. There is such power in fellowship. At this point, you begin to walk around with the mind of Christ. You know, so in essence, what I'm saying is we pursue intimacy so that we can reveal Christ to the world. We pursue intimacy so that uh, the world in which we, we live in and we exist um, can also be able to experience divinity. This is the whole essence of pursuing intimacy. So just as Adam was supposed to reveal God to the rest of the creation around him, in that same way that God wants us to be the, the, the means through which he can be able to, to interact with the world we live in. Amen. Um, Romans chapter 8, verse 19, it says, Creation awaits for the earnest expectation, or rather, creation awaits for the earnest manifestation of the sons of God. In other words, creation is longing for, for an interaction with God, but that will only happen when the sons of God are made manifest. So this, can, this will and, and cannot happen until we go by the route of intimacy because it is only through intimacy that God is able to have some form of relation to his creation. It's only through intimacy that God is able to now, through man, have access to, to creation. So my question to you guys today is, you know, are you the one? Are you the one or should we expect another this was a question that john the baptist was posing he sent his disciples to go and inquire of jesus are you the one or should we expect another are you willing to to allow god to so deposit himself into you so that he he can be able to have an interaction with his creation so that he can be able to manifest himself to the world are you the one or should we expect another? Never forget, the purpose of pursuing intimacy is so that we can reveal Christ to our world. God bless you guys.
the end of our service but before we leave I'd just like to say if you have any prayer requests we actually have a virtual prayer team who would love to pray for you and you can access them via the zoom link below and also if you are new to faith or would like to give your life to Jesus then you can actually get in contact with us at weareinclin.org and someone from the team will get connected with you. God bless your family and I'll see you next week.